Nerds by Nerds production. Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Four Nerds by Nerds Mandalorian Minute, which will be our new weekly mini episode where we break down that week's episode of the mandalorian i'm josh i am ben with me as always is the <laughs> the han solo to my chewbacca all right so we all there'll be no fluff in these episodes we'll just get right to it yeah so we're doing do chapter nine but you can also view it as uh season two episode one of the mandalorian season premiere is fantastic you want to do just general thoughts First, yeah, and then we'll get into some spoiler shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I I didn't think they were going to throw the return so quickly, you know what I mean? I thought they were going to wait a few episodes in before they started giving that Easter egg, and they're like, bam, there you go. Yeah. Here it yeah. is. It's in your face. Yeah, there was a lot of like uh, Easter eggs and shit in this episode, like just a lot of cool things you wouldn't think of, and then when you see it, it's like, oh, that makes sense that that exists. Like the graffiti yeah. on the wall and shit, like all the Did, anti-rebellion, or I mean the anti-empire, fuck stormtroopers graffiti all over the walls. And stuff. Yeah, and uh, it, they pan by at one point and you see a like a like a tag and it's uh, C-3PO's face. Yeah, yeah. I, saw I was that. like, oh shit, C-3PO, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. I'm curious to see because I felt like in the first season it happened, so I'm wondering if it's gonna happen. With this, and I think it's just more noticeable because it's Disney, so they have a lot more money. Is like the season premieres and the season finales of shows always have a much bigger budget and they're long. Like this episode's almost an hour, and the rest will only be like 30 minutes. Yeah, I noticed that this one was a lot longer. And that's how the first season was, too. The first episode's almost an hour, and then the rest are like 28 minutes long. Do you know what? I noticed in this one is I didn't feel like the graphics were as good as last season. Oh, really? I thought they were really good. <laughs> I It could be just my TV, but I thought they were s- just separated from reality a little bit different than last year. Last season, they looked like everything looked real, like it was always in the same room together. But this year, I'm like, eh, I don't know. It looks a little candy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is your, like a setting on her TV or something. It could be the TV because, um, like, the speeders, when they're riding their bikes, uh, there's speeders, uh, speeders over the sand side by side. I'm like, it just looks not real. It just, just oh, didn't really? hold up for me. Yeah, yeah, I thought it looked better than last season. So Really? Well, yeah. I guess it's me. I, it could be me. could we be my shit-ass TV. In the studio and watch it on that TV. <laughs> yeah, where, where graphics don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so let's get into breaking this down. Yeah, Hopefully do you've all seen the first season of Mandalorian. If you haven't, you need to right now. Yeah, what the so, hell's your problem? Who told me they hadn't? Somebody told me. Fuck, who was it? Where the hell did I go today? Oh, it was today? Yeah, it was today. Someone was like, oh, I just started watching the Mandalorian. I was like, you fucking what? Like, <laughs> you didn't watch it last year? And they were like, no. Oh, it was my stepbrother, Ronnie. He was like, yeah, I started oh watching God. the Mandalorian. I was like, you didn't watch it? You fucking love Star Wars. That's uh, Ronnie. I mean, <laughs> kudos to you, Ronnie. Not falling in with the rest of the crowd. Yeah, non-conformist. <laughs> so we start the Mandalorian. 
I'll just call him the Mandalorian because I don't really like I don't like his regular name. Was his name yeah. Din Jaren? Yeah, call him Mando. Yeah, call him the Mando. He's the Mando. Call him Mando because that's what everybody calls him. But now they got two Mandos. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. So the Mando and the child, right away, right through the gate, they're walking down this very like creepy dark alley like there's like red-eyed monsters in the darkness and shit yeah seedy as shit and that's where you see all the like fuck stormtrooper graffiti um it's just it's super cool it's everywhere yeah and they're going to this like back alley fight it's the pigmen from return of the jedi from john's palace yeah 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 i don't know exactly what they're called we're not we love star wars but we're not like we don't know the names of every creature so Look, There's we're too dorks much to fucking know. <laughs> um, I always I, thought it looks like the like Ganon used to look like in Zelda. <laughs> yes, used to be like a pig man. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a pretty cool fight. Their their weapons are really neat. I I don't know if they were supposed to be Sonic or yeah. There's two of those creatures from from Return of the Jedi, and they're like cage fighting almost. It's like boxing, but they have like Sonic axes. <laughs> The axes look real, they just happen to not, like, kill you. Yeah, it was weird, because, like, if they got real close, you'd, like, get a, like, a, a like sonic... A yeah, a sonic wave, and it knock you over and stuff. So, Mandalorian's there to talk to kind of a, like, a crime lord, because he has been tasked with returning the child to his people. So, he is looking for other Mandalorians, because all the Mandalorians are in hiding, to get information off of them. To try to help find the child's home planet. And uh, it goes south real quick. Do you know who that guy was played by? No. That character, that was John Leguizamo. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> His voice fantastic. sounded familiar and I couldn't place it. I was like, yeah, I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, th- totally. I was like, I've heard this guy. I've heard this guy. I've heard this guy. And then all of a sudden, I read a thing today, and it's like, oh, John Leguizamo started. I was like, no shit. I, now you can hear it. Yeah. You can hear the infliction. So yeah. it's fantastic. He did a great job with it. Yeah, so the, the, the crime boss turns on him. He wants his armor to sell it because that Ma- Mandalorian steel is getting more valuable by the day. Um, but, of course, Mando kills everybody. Yeah, and, he's uh, like, <laughs> uh, tell me where the kid uh, Tell me where the other Mando is, and I'll let you live or something like that. And he just... Yeah. With a gun to his throat. <laughs> He's such you a badass. You won't die by my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tells him, uh, as he gets him outside because he's running away. After he's done killing all his boys, he gets him strung up outside. And he's like, I'll give you the information you want, just don't kill me. And he's like, yeah, you won't you won't die by my hand. <laughs> and then uh, he says that there's a Mandalorian on Tatooine. And Mando's like, no, nah, that's bullshit. I know, I've been there. There's no other Mandalorians. And he's like, nope, they're there, I promise. <laughs> like, he's like, okay. <laughs> and then what happens? And then he just leaves them hanging there. And, and then, he, the then he shoots the lights out, so those beady-eyed... <laughs> I think they were like a, like a jackal, almost. Yeah, we see other uh, like lizard dogs later. They kind of looked like that. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah, like sand yeah. creature ones. Uh, and then they just attack him, and all you do is hear him screaming until he dies. Yep. So, <laughs> it was an epic death. Uh, yeah, it was an epic intro. <laughs> and uh, Mando did not have to do it himself, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so then the whole rest of the episode spent on tattooing. He arrives. We see that mechanic lady from season one. She's uh, one of my favorite characters, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Is that the Strangers with Candy lady? 
It kind. I don't, I don't think it is, but it kind of looks like her. It could be. Yeah, uh, she's the assistant in Elf. She's James Gunn's assistant. Oh, I don't think so, but it kind of looks she, like her. But I don't think it is her. Her comedy is fantastic. Yeah, she's she is just, funny. She's just like dry but hilarious at the same time. And then, uh, so he borrows a speeder from her and gets a location to a. Uh, it's not most Isley's. It's most. Was it uh, most Pelgo? Yeah, most Pelgo. Which is not even on the map anymore. It's so like it was like a deserted mining town. So this is set up like a like straight up western, and yeah. I love how they're doing it because the music, the feel, everything is so beautiful. And my wife and I were watching this, and I'm like, it's just like he's riding into town on a horse. Yeah, and I was even like, like yeah. motorcycle noises in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he rolls up to this town. Everyone's like, oh shit! And he goes in a bar. He's like, I'm looking for a Mandalorian. And the guy, the bartender, has no idea what he's talking about. And that bartender's like, face looked familiar is. too. Yeah, his voice sounded familiar. Yeah, but then uh, a Mandalorian does come in. Now, do you think anyone was tricked by this? No, and no. I, I'll tell you how I I saw him coming. He was like skinny and gaunt, and I'm like, yeah, this is definitely not a true to life Mandalorian. But that's what they said. They said the sheriff. What did you call him? The sheriff or the yeah, it was something. What like was that. it called? The, it wasn't the sheriff. The marshal. The marshal. Yeah, the marshal yeah. wears Mandalorian marshal armor. arrives. Yeah, and he's wearing Boba Fett's armor. And I don't and, know if anyone that was like, oh, shit, it's Boba Fett. But yeah, he's way too skinny and tall to be Boba <laughs> Fett, and it didn't fit him properly. And what was that guy? Who's the guy that... That's uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. And he plays us. Yeah, he plays the same character. Yeah, I love Timothy it, Oliphant. He's and great. I'm like, ah, oh, I love this guy. And he's from what? Hitman, right? He's, uh, he's, he's from Hitman. Hitman. He's from Justified. He's Justified. from a bunch of shit. Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. Yep, uh, he's an an amazing actor. He's a uh, handsome man. He's a, he's a good looking guy. Yeah, I wish I looked like him. Yeah, well, you know, hopefully when I go gray, I'll <laughs> I'll start to look like that. His name? I don't think I'll have the abs. His name's is it Cobb? Cab? Something like that. Cab Vanth. Yep. They Cab didn't they Vanth. didn't say his name a lot. They just called him Marshall all the time. Oh, Cobb, C O B B Vanth. Yeah. Cobb I got, Vanth. I got Boba Vanth. Fett, Timothy Oliphant in my in my uh, notes here. But, uh, yeah, the Mandalorian's immediately pissed because this guy takes the helmet off and is just basically like, I'm the sheriff around here. And he's like, yeah, he about pissed you, himself. Don't, <laughs> you don't wear Mandalorian armor if you're not a Mandalorian. Like, that is extremely offensive. <laughs> he's like, I'm taking that. And he's like, no, like, we're going to fucking fight to the death here. <laughs> I really thought there was going to be a battle between the two. Yeah. Well, it was uh, interrupted by by what? Oh, that, uh, the, the, it's like an earthquake was coming. Yeah. Whole town started squealing and running. We rolled and into the set of tremors. <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I was like, oh God, this is familiar territory. It's a graboid. <laughs> uh, so that was the, uh, the, the, I want to call crate it Crate Dragon. Yeah, it is Crate Dragon. Crate Dragon. Yeah. Crate Dragon. And, uh, it just comes barreling up out of the earth and each one of those, uh, bantas. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, That's, it did. My wife is like, no, not the Banta. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, I was Yeah, that thing's cool looking. I had heard of a crate Dragon before, but I'd never seen one. Like you said, they show it in, what is it, New Hope? 
Ah, uh, yeah, the first episode. Yeah, there's a yep. there's a the original Star Wars R two D two and C three PO walking through the desert and there's this giant dragon skeleton. It's never made sense. I'm always like, why is there a dragon? <laughs> yeah, so now they that's the that's the hole I was talking about. They finally closed that gap. Everybody knows what it is now. Yeah, it's this giant. I see. I thought that thing looked cool. That, yeah, the it did. It looked that were awesome. I thought it was really good, and it looked like a dragon. It had enough dragon feature. Even yeah. though it was more shaped like a worm with no legs and no yeah. no wings. So they go back. Uh, they make a deal. He'll give him the armor if he helps him destroy the dragon. Yep. Great dragon. And he's like, all right. That's fair. And uh, they go off. He's on a speeder bike that he borrowed, and Timothy Oliphant's on a speeder that's definitely made out of an engine from a pod racer. Yeah, definitely. Which is cool to see, even though I don't really give a shit about pod racing. It's just cool <laughs> that they threw that in there. And they come up on some Tusken Raiders. Apparently, the Mandalorian speaks Tusken Raider all of a sudden. <laughs> just just like screaming in sign language. <laughs> they're, like, they're like James Bond, man. They know everything. All the languages, <laughs> all the everything. So, uh, a little bit of news about the Tusken Raiders. Um... The main character that was the Tusken Raiders, because they were talking in sign language, yeah. was was actually really deaf. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, so they were sitting in a board meeting, apparently. They were sitting in a board meeting, and their advisor for American Sign Language, who was not deaf, said, you know what we need? <laughs> we need a character that's really deaf to bring more depth to this character. And that's what they did. So the main one that they that you see talking the most was an actual deaf uh, actor. Oh, that's cool. Playing Tusken Raider. So they brought a lot of depth to it. That's why it looks so realistic and the signing was great and everything else. So, you know, they, they said uh, they were sitting at the table and they're like, who's missing from this table? Our deaf actor's missing from this table because we need their input instead of me being someone that just knows American Sign Language. We need someone who experiences it. Yeah. So... I thought that was a new... I didn't know much about Tusken Raiders or Sand People, whatever you want to call them, until this episode. Yeah, there's definitely a lot There's a lot more of them in this episode than they've ever been in anything else. So I didn't realize that they were sign language people or that they... Yeah, well, they're not even like monsters either. Like underneath all that stuff, they just look like people too. Someday, someday I can hope during this season that we see one unwrapped. Yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, we had gotten some backstory to how I'm just gonna keep calling him Timothy Oliphant because that's what I'm comfortable <laughs> with. Uh, how he got Boba Fett's armor? He he uh, right after the second Death Star exploded, his town was taken over by like mining criminals. Yes. So he stole some of their he stole something out of their cart and he didn't know it was full of like crystals and got lost in the desert. And got saved by Jawas, and they had rescued or salvaged Boba Fett's armor from somewhere. Yeah, probably from the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. From when he got supposedly eaten. We still don't know how he survived that, but I'm sure we're going to find out. Stay tuned. So <laughs> so they all make a deal that the Tusken Raiders want the the crate dragon dead as well. So they're all going to work together, even though they're like have they have an uneasy alliance because they don't like each other. They the townspeople hate the Tusken Raiders. Tusken Raiders hate the townspeople. But they that's because they've raided they've raided their town and killed their people. Yeah, and they've killed they've all killed each other. Yeah, it's a very uh, what is that Hatfield and McCoy situation? <laughs> yes, definitely very precarious. 
So they're like, we're gonna, what we're gonna do, the Tusken Raiders know a lot more about these crate dragons. They're like, we're gonna bury a bunch of explosives, explosives right outside the cave that the dragon sleeps in. And when we lure it out, we're gonna blow it up because the belly's its only weak spot. And I thought that scene was really cool where they got the giant crossbows and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lowering this dragon out. So before that, when they first show up to talk to the Tusken Raiders and Man- the Mandalorian comes out and makes that weird because you see the the dogs yeah like the lizard type dogs. noise yeah right so that's very reminiscent of what uh when obi-wan did that shit with the test right yeah so what that is is the call of the crate dragon oh yeah so that's supposed to scare people off and that's why ben kenobi used it but it also that's why those dogs instead of attacking they stopped yeah. Because they know that noise. And that's what that is. That's the call of the crate dragon. I thought that was a really cool little additive. And it's a wicked throwback. It's always funny to watch him. Like, he just makes any noise because you can't see his mouth, so they can just pop <laughs> in anything. <laughs> so true. Yeah, so they lure the crate dragon out of his cave. And uh, it's a real stubborn son of a bitch. Yeah. They just cannot get it out far enough, and even they get all these, uh, like I said, giant crossbows. They're trying to, like, basically, like, a, they're fighting a whale. Yeah, it look like whale harpoons. Yeah, they're harpooning it and trying to drag it, and, uh... They're just getting whipped all over the place. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> needs to come out a certain amount to hit this, like, stockpile of explosives, and it just isn't. And then even when it does, though, it doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't nah. hurt it. <laughs> like, it's so like, the, like, what the fuck? Its weak spot was not its weak spot, apparently. Yeah. So it goes underground, and then I got uh, I got my notes here. We get some jetpack action. Yeah, this is great. They're like, let's get at this. Which, didn't they say in the first season when he got his jetpack that, you like, your body has to get used to it and shit? Yeah. But, like, Timothy Oliphant's not even a Mandalorian. He's just flying around with jetpack. Well, he's had this this uh, armor I mean, for quite some time. I guess he's been practicing. But. I mean, he knows how to use the rangefinder and shoot that thing yeah, off that was his cool. back. Yeah, that um, uses missile. Yeah, which I never knew that was a missile growing up. I, was, oh, really? I thought that was just part of the jetpack. That's yeah. pretty cool, though. That definitely didn't yeah. look like the missile that he usually has on there, either, though. No, but you never know how many different types of missiles there are now. I mean, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one, once you shoot one, who knows what you're replacing it with. And then the the dragon comes out of the top of the mountain, and he's, like, spitting, like, throwing up acid. Yeah, instead of fire. And it's, like, melting people. <laughs> oh, my God. It wasn't just melting people. They were disintegrating in their yeah. speed. They're, like, the trying k- to run out of there. It's like, ah! the, kids, the kids were watching this with me, and I was like, close your eyes. <laughs> <Look at this. laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was unexpected, but really cool at the same time. So then the the Mandalorian realizes there's a bantha with a bunch of explosives still on it. So he lures the dragon on over. The, him and the bantha get swallowed. Right before that, he he Han Solo's Timothy Oliphant. He just hits the back of the backpack. <laughs> and he goes flying off just like Boba Fett did. Yeah. That was a nice I, little homage. I do, I do love the nods to the other movies. That, yeah. Just, just a quick nod, like. He's like, you take care of the, the child. Bam! Yeah. You're out of here. <laughs> Flies away. So he gets swallowed up and then uh, tasers his way back out of the, guy, the dragon's mouth and then blows it up. Which was, I mean, you saw it coming. You knew yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. But I was all like, 
so everybody else gets disintegrated by this stuff and it just falls off your armor. What about the soft spots between the armor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like anything soft would have been disintegrated. The only thing left would have been armor. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll see Timothy Oliphant again. They set that up like they'll be they'll meet up again later in the oh, season. Oh yeah. I think they did that all last season. Everybody got at least two yeah, everyone that he he met up with through the season came back in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, there was a roundabout. It does. They do they do a whole round thing where they start, they introduce you to a few, and then they come back and come back and come back. So then uh, when he's leaving, we see a, a shadowy figure standing on the mountain. He's got some uh, Tusken Raider weaponry. Yep. And turns Bunch around. Scars. And it's definitely it's definitely the actor that plays Django Fett. Who, which, which is what Boba Fett would look like, because he's a clone. Right. So I guess more will be revealed to that later. We'll see. That's probably Boba Fett. That's definitely what they want you to think. Is, is oh, Boba I'm, Fett. I'm definitely leaning towards Boba Fett. <laughs> but they've also said that like General Rex is going to be in this season. Oh. Who's like yeah, the he, leader of the clone. He would look exactly the same, too. Yeah, but he has a beard, so this guy didn't have a beard. So. Yeah, but Rex has, I mean, Rex has that eye scar. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, and, I'm excited to see. I hope it's Boba Fett. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he could play multiple characters. You never know. Yeah, he could play. Yeah, he could play any clone. Any well, he he kind of has to play multiple characters. Yeah. If they're going to introduce Rex is pretty cool though. Rex is a badass character. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh that was the first episode of season two. I'm was, psyched uh, for the next one. Yeah, it was amazing. Like I said, I hope they don't go down on quality a little bit, but I'm sure they will. I mean, that's just the way it is. That happens with every TV show. But yeah. What sh- should we do, like, some sort of rating system for this? Uh, I mean, how do you rate it? It's <laughs> How 100%. many Baby Yodas do you give this out of five? <laughs> out of five? I give I'll it give five. It. I mean, yeah. it was such a great episode. Five Baby Yodas. Five. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> five Man. Baby Yodas. Woo! There he is. There he is. <laughs> All right, so we hope you like this. Like I said, let's keep these short and sweet. Let us know if, if we missed anything. Let us know if you spotted any Easter eggs in the background. It's always be fun to hear. We'll see you next week. I'm Josh. I am Ben. And this has been your Four Nerds by Nerds Mandalorian Minute. Stay nerdy, my friends.